Welcome to Colney Talk Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hope your week is going well. You are listening to Colney Talk Podcast, a bite-sized show. I'm your host, Alex. First-time guest, thank you and welcome. And to my returning listeners, always good to have you back. On the show, I pick out my top three Arsenal performers in the game, and one player, the other guy, who I just who I refer to as a player who just didn't play well enough or had a very poor game. It's the return of Europa League, now in the knockout rounds. Arsenal took a trip to Lisbon to play sport in Portugal. Starting off, we came up with a freshly new half-rotating squad that was ideal for this game, I suppose. So we had six changes to be exact. Given we had a much bigger sight on the Premier League, you know, I, I would I would expect to have, you know, a heavier contribution from the bench for this game. We had a lot to manage up to this stage, given how much emphasis we put on in the Premier League. But then it was a surprise omission to to have our captain out, which, as we were told, as we understood rather, he was out sick. That put a damper on our attacking options. At the start of the game, it looked like an even start in control for possession. Then we got a good opening on the scoreboard by Saliba. A very good header. And just as quickly, we conceded a goal from a header. It was a really poor defending by Kivior. No idea why he was ducking. And Matt Turner barely moved on that corner kick or trying to make an attempt to save the ball. Then the game opened up more in Arsenal's dangerous area on the pitch. A lot more sloppy times in our defending. Zinchenko poor passing caused a lot of those problems, I tell you very loose Arsenal defending, you know, losing the ball in some of his passes. Like I've mentioned in the past, that's pr- pretty much his weakness, other than every other good thing he brings to the game. He just needed to take care of the ball better, and he has to continue doing that. And he, and he lost it quite a bit often in this game. Kivio, we, we all know this is his first start, but he didn't look like he was up to the meter in terms of ball control and management in the back. It wasn't his best defending and control until, you know, that's much... We could, that's much to say, and to be fair, much expected. There wasn't a there wasn't a long spell of control in this game as well, just because the rotation and how much of the partnerships and the understanding with each other, it just was taking a lot of time, especially in the first half, to really get everyone back in the in, back in some sense of consistency and making sure like a good rhythm is built between the players. In terms of the control, there just wasn't a lot of that happening. And like I mentioned, in the back, the partnerships between Saliba, Kivio, and Turner was just really showing. It put us in a lot of, you know, precarious situations. And there was a massive save by Saliba to stop the second goal, but just right after we conceded. So again, it just goes to show how much we were struggling in there overall as how the team would play together, defend together, I wouldn't put that as an excuse in terms of the change of the lineup, but there was just so much of this functional understanding between each other and how the game was played and how we managed that. I mean, Turner punched out the ball to the defenders, and it was between Ben White and Saliba who were not fast enough to clear it, and then you know we just considered that that second goal. And Sporting Portugal looked like they got the wind in their sail. Then we got that incre- incredible chance. Martinelli, he drove all the way but just couldn't finish it. And our defending was getting carved up. It, it was just crazy. 
glad we got that second goal to slow down the overrun. And it really was a great hustle from Saka to recover and pass the ball to Shaka for his shot on that second goal. And really, the, the game overall was very physical. A lot of fouls and hard tackles. It was a tough duels in, in ball recovery and ball reten retention. A lot of hard presses in the middle of the pitch. Uh, we lost a lot of balls in that in that area, and this was one of their counter presses that they were using to really overload our box and really put a lot of pressure on us, especially in the first half. And like I said, it was really an open game on both sides. But some positives in the first half was that Vieira was whipping a lot of crosses in the box, and those created a decent amount of close chances for you know for us in Sporting Lisbon's or Sporting Portugal's box. And then Arsenal started better in the second half in controlling the game flow and from the and the pressure from Sporting. It wasn't as easy for them to overpower midfield to, and to hit us with a counter like they did in the first half. For much of the second half, we would do everything up to their box, generating good passes at the edge of the box, and then lose it all to regain and then restart. So as much as we were better in the second half, we did all that we had to, but... It just couldn't get through to the finish to the finish line and score score a goal. I could see Vieira and Zinchenko try to deliver good passes in the box, some good, some poor. Martinelli not sharp enough to execute. I think he was fed the ball a lot more in the box than Saka, and his chances were so clear cut, and there was just goals calling for him from him. He just didn't deliver. So I I just uh, you know I just really. It was one of the things that really stuck out to me. It just didn't, and it just didn't happen. We pressed up until we entered game management to close out the game. Really, a couple of good drives in the last minute on both sides, though it was tilted, though it was tilted in our high possession, from good crosses and passes in the box, but Arsenal just couldn't convert. Just pretty much that was it for the game. Really, it certainly was entertaining, just given how it was an open game with, you know, the number of goals we had and. We, there were so many chances. I mean, Sporting would have scored another. And like I mentioned, we had two good, clear chances of scoring, but just didn't put enough you know, sharpness to it. And from an Arsenal's perspective, six changes in the lineup was such a hard feat to establish a really good, strong game rhythm. And in, def in, and in the defense, partnership was between Saliba, Kivior, and Turner were just very distant. So, I mean, that's in a sense, expected somewhat. So that's how we really experienced it for this game. So now on to my top three players today. First, Vieira, instinctive passing in the game. You know, he, he took on that, you know, number 10 role to control our attack. Very good signs on what he was influencing. But his, but his physicality just, you know, needs catching up. Maybe he can get some of that food that Saka is, you know, is getting. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, he just needs to get some strength in there because he was getting knocked around, pushed all over. Something that I'm sure he's already accustomed to in the Premier League, but for this game, he was knocked around a lot. But but then Vieira was alive in the game. His moving, passes, and intercepting. You know, he really looked up really well in, in our attack. And in looking at much of our strength in attack, he was the first player that, that would really stand out in anyone watching this game. And, you know, he did show a lot of the mo he, he did show most of the intent in our game plan. Uh, my second player, Saliba, even though our defending was least impressive, Saliba was the steadier of all and he tried 
to do the most to, to, to kind of sustain the pressure and the uh, and the attacks that was coming from Sporting. And that's a, that's a credit to his quality and the awareness for the most part. You know, he worked a lot to make sure that we didn't really capitulate in, in how we were trying to control and manage our defensive postures and the way we were really getting, you know, attacked in different corners. This is one of those things where he gets to really take ownership when Big Gabby is not in the, in the game, and he did a lot of that. It's another good lesson for him to take as he continues to, you know, play with Kivio or have some of these interchanging situations, which will eventually happen. He did perform very well for the most part, and as his partner, Big Gabby, came off from the bench, everything was just, you know, smooth sailing, and, and you know, to close out the game. And that was a very good header on his first goal in the Europa League, I, I presume, which was de- was decent, including his passes. And for my final player, Saka, first off, I would just call out that good hustle to, to retain the ball that led to a second goal. A lot of good coming from this, this boy. He just continues to do good things. I mean, he tried a lot of attempts to, to score. It wasn't his sharpest, but he played better than uh, all the front attacking players. I saw a lot more of his ball recovery, you know, efforts, tracking back, and you know, to help and defend. And he really managed to handle the ball in, in situations where he was, you know, really double teamed and pressed. And he managed to get out of those situations. And, um, you know, a couple of his goal attempts were very direct, you know, to the keeper's hand. But I guess better next time. And so that's it for my top three players. My other player today was Martinelli. He had two good goals on his feet. But he was poor, in my opinion. The lone drive was incredible, but he had too many chances and not looking up for a final pass. It was very frustrating. When we when we talk about how good our young attacking core are and how much they really do things and their quality, these are the kinds of criticisms that will often come down when there are clear chances that are missed, opportunities that they really just don't take maybe a much sharper or better options or deploy that quality that they have you know but and that's that comes with the territory that comes with the expectations he just had to play better and in this game I don't think he did so much of all that we tried to do was you know uh, come back from you know the 2-1 two, deficit managed to hold on to the draw at least we tried till the end to score but then it was all down to game management all the way which in my opinion, that's fair, and then we get to, you know, you know, play another day, play for another day. And Arsenal, we just continue to show our medal, just seeing how much we were, how much we continue to respond after trailing a goal down. I guess it's not realistic to expect a fully synced Arsenal started starting eleven in this game, given the shuffle, or is it? I mean, we've all said this, but then again, how much can we give to? such reason. Now at least we can take some comfort in this 2-2 draw and focus on the weekend and finish the return leg at home. This draw could, you know, be the kick up we need for that this return leg and and also helping these players that have been lacking minutes so far. Folks, I'll leave you here for now. Vieira, Saliba and Saka make up my top three and Matt Nelly the other guy. Until then, I'll talk to you later. Take care. And bye-bye.